What song you want to play, play for us first? Um, I'll do. I'll probably do some songs today with off my new record uh, that's coming out. Uh, first single's coming out September 29th. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm gonna do my probably the second single. It's called "This Life Chose Me." Do I need the headphones on? Uh, you, it's uh, all up to you. If you, you want them on, they're, th they're there for you. If not, okay, then you're cool. good. Is this all right right here? Yep. Uh, yeah, I think we hear okay. you good. <clears throat> all right, ready? Yep. Down in Oklahoma, but I still call home. After 20 years running, we think that I'd be grown. Sink down in my heart to write another song. Well, I can't stop now, cause I've been going way too long. Ooh. I could give you what you deserve Big house and all the birds That pond in East Texas All the acres that we've earned What you don't see is what we could be If we just took time to learn Let the past be the past Be the diamonds that we are Is this a life chose me that I chose you Gotta finish what I started Before I leave this earth for good Well I know it takes time It can only get easier Well I made it this far Yeah I'm in this life for good Yeah I'm in this life for good All those years together And all those years alone Will I finally figure out how to fly Just make this house my own Cause it's a life chose me But I chose you Gotta finish what I started Before I leave this earth for good Well I know it takes time it can only get easier well, I made it this far Yeah, I'm in this life for good Cause I chose this life for good This life chose me I chose you Gotta finish what I started 
If I leave this earth for good Well I know it takes time It can only get easier I made it this far Yeah I'm in this life for good Cause I chose this life for good That's fantastic. What was that called again? Uh, This Life Chose Me. This Life Chose Me. And this is Ben Brock, everybody that's watching. Um, Thank you for coming out today. We appreciate you stopping by. Uh, We actually tried to... Or I tried to. I texted you back in February or something. Yeah. And um, I just lost track of the message or something. We had other stuff going on, and I just lost it. And I stumbled across it the other night, and I was like, we got to get him on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I appreciate you. I know. Yeah. It's my fault. <laughs> so so tell us a little bit about that song. How'd that come about? Uh, this Life Chose Me. Uh, it's about... Uh, uh, I was in a really long relationship, 10 years, actually. And I, I never put my music aside, but, but I definitely put it on the back burner. Uh, and uh, by the end of the song, it talks about uh, basically just uh, doing what you came here to do. And, and, and I believe I came here to play music and write songs, man. That's, and that's, that's kind of the gist of it. Uh, it took me about two years to write the song. Uh, I had uh, like a chorus done and maybe a little bit of a verse, uh, first verse. And I just couldn't get it done. And usually whenever it takes that long to write a song, I just throw it out. But I, I really liked what I had so far and really wanted to finish it. So I took it into the studio uh, with Dwight Hamlin and uh, we sat down and we, we finished it together. Uh, which uh, I wrote, uh, I guess, three songs on this new record uh, with Dwight. Uh, he's one of my best friends in the whole wide world, man. And he's just uh, probably the best guitar player I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> yeah. too. So. Yeah. When, when, is there a date on that project yet? Um. Uh, September 29th will be the first single. Uh, nowadays, everybody's releasing singles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do have a full-length 10-song uh, record uh, that will release in either January or February. But September 29th will be the first single that's released, and then I'll release probably four more after that, uh, probably once a month for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a name for the record yet? Yeah, it's called Scars. Scars? Yep. Uh, basically, it's a bunch of heartbreak songs and uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, stuff I had to get over, man. And uh, uh, by the end of the record, uh, there's a newer song or a newer written song uh, than the others that I wrote. It's about uh, basically uh, healing, you know, and, and kind of getting through the loss of some things and... Uh, and uh, bad relationships and stuff like that and growing as a person so so whenever you like sit down to write a song do you have like do you write in your head mostly do you write on paper is it all just kind of up here uh uh lately i'd say probably in the last uh five to ten years i've been using my phone i use my notes uh and uh i'm always putting in notes which i'm sure you hear from a lot of people that that they'll use their notes and just put one-liners in and then whenever you're writing a song and you're trying to look for an idea, you just kind of go back to your notes and see what you got. Of course, 95% of it is, is crap, man. But uh, every once in a while you get a good line that you want to start with. And uh, I usually start, I, I would say my strength in songwriting would probably be the hooks. Uh, a lot of times I write the courses before I even write the verses. Uh, 
the verses are always uh, the second verse and third verse are always the hardest for me to write yeah um getting it started though uh that's also another thing once you get your first line man it kind of it's usually flows pretty well yeah I, this is something i don't think we've actually talked about <coughs> on the podcast any but i think me and Rhett both of them been kind of playing around like songwriting ourselves just kind of like getting in that headspace and i find if i'm just driving on the road like doing something mundane i can come up with like some like one-liners and stuff like that and i use the notes app as well right and i'll just be kind of like i'll listen to like other music that has really like in-depth songwriting like kind of like white flores so people like that that kind of helps me like kind of get it going and then once like i've gotten a couple of lines it's easier to get the next line because you kind of have a little bit of direction. Sure. Yeah, I, the inspiration's a humongous thing. Yeah. yeah, like listening to other people that you look up to or <clears> whatever. Uh, that's I do that all the time. Actually, yeah, I'm always looking for new music to listen to. New music always inspires me. Too, yeah, so. that's been something uh, like he said for me that I've been wanting to. I've, but I feel like it's one of those things you either kind of have it or you don't, and I've yet to kind of figure out if I I haven't really tried it enough to see like i mean obviously you've got it you know some people could try to write a song for months and you could never come up with yeah yeah um so i'm i'm still trying but i i didn't i never really appreciated songwriting uh, until the last like probably year honestly a couple years i've always just kind of like catchy songs things like that yeah but now it's like i don't know something about yeah songs like like um animals by south hall yeah. is something that is here recently yeah. when I started paying it like I've always liked the song but I started paying attention to the words and it's like a whole new song yeah. to me now yeah you know? I, I really like songs that have like the first verse on a song to me is almost like one of the biggest parts of the song when I'm sure. getting into it yeah. and like um, I, another Southall song uh, why like yeah. just that first verse of him just like song, it, yeah. it's him sitting there like talking about um sitting at a stoplight and seeing his ex and like him just going through it like it's it's such a great song especially that first yeah. verse it just hits you like it'll give you chills if like because like i had heard it and sometimes i'll listen to songs and like i'll like i'll know them but i don't listen to them yeah and i don't get into them and then i one day i was sitting and i was like i started listening to that song I'm like dang that's a that's a great line like yeah and if you can paint verse. a picture is a big thing exactly. too uh I think it was John Prine that said, "If you can, uh, if you can see it, smell it, and hear it, then uh, you did your job as writing a song, you know, kind of deal." Yeah. Uh, so I try to do that too. Of course, some some songs don't require that too, you know, uh, different styles or whatever. But uh, yeah, my my songwriting, I would say for sure, I try to do that every time. Try to paint a picture. Is yeah. this is this what you do full time or? Uh, yeah, I have a part-time job, too. I work uh, Monday through Wednesday uh, in the city. Uh, but they, the, my boss, is, it's the best job I've ever had. <laughs> uh, they, they let me uh, make my own schedule, and yeah. they're really cool about everything, and they, they support my music. And uh, what, um, what do you do part-time? I work for a, a medical company. It's a DME company. It's, we do CPAP machines and yeah. stuff like that. Basically, people come in, and I show them how to use a CPAP machine. And yeah stuff like that but uh yeah monday through wednesday and then um sometimes on friday uh but uh i get to make my schedule and if i'm going out of town or on a tour or anything i can i can always just uh lock it off the schedule and be cool with it so it's awesome yeah what would you what would you kind of call your 
style of music? If you, <coughs> I mean, you probably don't put yourself in a genre, but right. uh, what what would you kind of call your style? Uh, Americana for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think Americana is, uh, but that's kind of a widespread of yeah. different music too. But <laughs> it's got a little bit of folk in it, I guess. Uh, I'm a little bit more folky whenever I'm playing acoustic, obviously, but with the full band and like this new record coming out, uh, there's some rock and roll songs on there too. Um, and uh, uh, songwriting is songwriting. I don't know. I just uh, some songs are country songs, some songs are folk songs, yeah. some songs yeah. are rock songs. You know. <coughs> I noticed you did uh, some stuff with the Gypsy Cafe. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know much about that. So you want to tell us some about sure, that? Sure, yeah, I'd love to. I, you might know some about it, but I don't. <coughs> uh, Gypsy Cafe, in my opinion, is, uh, I mean, it's its my favorite festival. Uh, it's like a, I guess the best way to put it, it's like a mini uh, Mile Zero Festival. Yeah. Is what it would be, probably. Um, but it's uh, all Oklahoma songwriters, and uh, it's people like Mike McClure and Cody Canada and guys like that that paved the way for people like me you know, to write songs and, and the stages and also get to hang out with those guys. And But it's, you know, it's, it's Red Dirt Relief that puts it on. Katie Dale, uh, she's an amazing person. And uh, they raise all kinds of money for, uh, which I'm sure you guys know what Red Dirt mm-hmm. Relief Fund is. Um, but, yeah, it's Red Dirt Relief Fund that puts it on. Um, and they raise money for Red Dirt Relief during that. Uh, and um, it's just a really cool, like, fellowship get-together. You know, we start at the farm usually. Uh, everybody meets out at the farm and they'll have pizza and uh, beer from a local brewery or something like that. I think Iron Monk was there this yeah. year. Uh, and we get free, all the musicians and stuff get free beer and we'll sit around in a circle and play music. And then we'll have our scheduled times to go in and, and play whatever stage we're playing. Uh, it's usually all on, uh, it's on the strip, uh, Georgia Stables, of course, this year, Salty Bronc was part of it. Uh, and places like Eskimo Joe's, they have the big stage outside. Um, and at the end of the day, everybody gets on stage and uh, and we sing a Bob Childers song. So basically what it is, it's Bob Childers Gypsy Cafe. Mm-hmm. And Bob Childers is, uh, in my opinion, I mean, he's like the grand grandfather of, of Red Dirt Music. He's He started it all, basically. <coughs> and then after, uh, after that, uh, every, a lot of people go out to the farm and then we'll just sit there and sit in a circle and play music, man. It's pretty cool. Uh, one thing that we were talking about since you brought up Bob Childers, um, uh, Rhett had an idea is like, why is there not a red dirt hall of fame? Like, like something like that for like Oklahoma, Texas songwriters. And we're like, there's no better place to have it than Stillwater. Because, I mean, it's the home of Red Dirt. You yeah. have the farm. You have... That's what I was telling them. Yeah. I was like, there needs to be, like, a brick-and-mortar, like, building. This is where... With a stage. This is where it's at. With yeah, a I stage agree. that plays, like, acoustic sets, stuff like that. I think mm-hmm. that'd be so awesome. That would be were. cool. Yeah, I think, the, like, the Red Dirt Rangers would be a good uh, people to start something like that. Yeah. I think that'd be mm-hmm. cool. But, uh, yeah, I agree. There definitely should be. Uh, we're waiting on, like, a... What's the word I'm looking for? Like a, a official invitation to the farm. Uh, we want to do like we've had a couple people mention it, but we want to do something out there. I think it'd be cool to do some kind of something like to like 
a document, like some kind of video to just like, hey, like, because a lot of people don't know about it. I didn't know about it until I think our podcast with Matt Williams, because okay. he, he talked about writing a song out there. I, I always thought it'd be cool to like show it to people like, hey, this is historic. Like yeah. so, something r- really cool to like get some awareness for it. Yeah, I think I, that'd be cool if you guys even did a podcast out there. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that'd be cool for, I mean, I can probably get you in touch with Katie Dale or something, and maybe y'all can do, like, some interviews while we're all out at the farm before the Gypsy Cafe That'd starts awesome. or something next year. Yeah. That'd be I, cool. I've been thinking, too. I, I thought about doing something with the Red Dirt Relief Fund and and see if we can, like, uh, do something where people can donate through our through the podcast, whatever. They can come on and talk about, like, what it benefits or whatever. Yeah and uh something like that so maybe that would yeah that, I, I think that'd be really awesome and like talk to her about like their mission stuff yeah. like that and really get some awareness for it i think it would be awesome that'd be cool especially with the younger like the younger uh cats in mm-hmm. stillwater like you said like you didn't even know what the farm was which yeah. is crazy to me especially yeah. if you live here like like i i grew up in weatherford oklahoma and it was i knew what the farm was yeah. you know what i mean of course, I guess it was more, the farm was more, uh, it was definitely more of a, a thing, I think, back then than it has been. But it's definitely coming back, you know, and uh, yeah, it's cool. That's cool that Matt Williams is going out there and yeah. writing and stuff. Yeah, I, he, he said he, uh, did he say he went there uh, illegally <laughs> in yeah. the podcast? Yeah. He said he like, he didn't have permission, but he went out there and him and his brother wrote, what they write? Did they write 42 or is it? Uh, I think so. I think they wrote uh, 42, which is, I think it's. His second biggest song right now on yeah, Spotify and stuff. I love it. Matt's it, good dude, yeah. man. Yeah, we we, we actually went, watched uh, him and Tridio go play uh, at Tower Theater. Cool. Uh, yeah. When was that? Last, last week, Saturday night. Well, last Saturday night, and he put on a hell of a show, man. It was That's awesome. Cool. Matt yeah. was the first um, guest we had on. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I've always, since then. I've always felt like this, like gratitude for know, him giving yeah. us a chance you yeah know? we we hadn't even started the podcast yeah. yet when we asked him to it was be crazy on, so. uh it's actually funny because um it was, it was right during, during ocl because uh, we had already had the idea to do the podcast and we hadn't had anything we, were, we had just been still talking about it and i actually won some free tickets for ocl and he was the opening act on thursday i believe and Rhett, he just started. Uh, he's he's the DJ here for co- college nights. Yeah. Um, but he was working security that night, and it was like the first thing you had done for him, I think, mm-hmm. or something like that. He was working the uh, the uh, curtain over there for the ba- artist backstage, curtain. the yeah. artist curtain. And I was sitting there talking to him, like, and Matt was playing. I was like, we need to get him on for our first pod, like That's for cool. our <laughs> podcast. And uh, he's like, all right, go ask him. I'm like, oh god. What do I say? I, <laughs> yeah. I've never done this. I just walked up to him because he just came out. He's wearing a, um, he's wearing some kind of jersey. I think it was like a Nebraska jersey or something. I don't know. Um, but he was wearing some kind of jersey out here, just listening to the, them Dirty Roses play. And I, I came out here. He's like, "Hey, man, me, me, my, my buddy are gonna start a podcast. You want to come on?" And he's like, "Yeah, for sure. Here's my number." I'm like, <laughs> "How, how is, how is this that easy?" That easy. And, yeah, cool. hey, but Matt's a super cool guy. We, we, we he is. Him we, and Mason both are really cool. I, I, yeah. I got to. I not necessarily hang out with them that much, but but I've gotten to know them a little bit in the studio because they record at Class and Recorders too yeah. as well. Mason's with, crazy with talented. Yeah, yeah I mean they're both guitar. great guitar players. Yeah, actually, they, they both are. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think Mason plays for Holly Beth as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, did he play for somebody else? What was it uh, Charlie Hickman? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. played for Charlie Hickman when he played here at Cat Fry. 
That's cool. Yeah, Charlie's a, Charlie's a hoot, isn't he? Yeah, I, I love Charlie too. He's a he's a pretty awesome guy. Actually, uh, class and restorers is what he calls. It's funny. <laughs> um, he uh, he goes to church at a place in Cushing that um, I've got a buddy who's a youth pastor there, and I went there one day when uh, my guy he was uh he's pre- preaching that day and Charlie was playing gospel music, yeah. and I was like, man, he's 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 crazy good at even playing like gospel music because yeah. it's a completely different setting and i was like he's so good he yeah. is man amazing voice yeah he is <laughs> yeah. and he uh we've been trying to hook up this thing where we go fishing with him we're gonna go fishing and like turn it into like a mobile podcast sort of thing and i make fishing lures so i gave him some to try out and i'll get these texts from him it was just a picture of him holding like a fish or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Native lures. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you want to give us another song here? Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> what you got for us here? All right. Let's see. Oh, he's got a guild too. Yeah, I know. I was going to point that out. Yeah. yeah, me and Brian both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got that jumbo body, man. It sounds, I think it sounds so good too. All right. Let's see. I'll do uh, I'll do another one off the new record since that's coming out. Okay. Um, let's see. It's a little early for me to be singing high, so I'm gonna <laughs> play one that's a little lower. I actually wrote this song in uh, in Key West. I was uh, I had the opportunity to play Miles Zero Fest mm-hmm. three years, uh, and uh, one of my really good friends ran a cop and me were sitting outside on the uh, deck of our condo that we were staying at. And um, I was going through a really hard time with, with what I already talked about, the 10-year relationship deal and stuff. And, uh, and uh, she kind of screwed me over. And so I wrote this song with uh, Raina. It's called Fooling You. Palm trees, sunrise, good songs and bright lights. Monday mornings won't ever be the same. Friends we call family, we forget who we used to be. But we stand by each other every day. It's another day in paradise, another reason to come alive. Now I found my peace of mind. I'm no good at losing, but I'm real bad at choosing. Well, you gave me the reason to leave the fool in you behind. Now my life is rearranged, new hat, boots, and address change. You'd think I'd have something to complain. Don't you put the blame on me Cause I'm right where I'm supposed to be You made your choices Now I have made mine It's another day in paradise Another reason to come alive Now I found my peace of mind Well I'm no good at losing But I'm real bad at choosing well, you gave me the reason to leave the fool in you behind. 
It's another day in paradise, another reason to come alive. Now I found my peace of mind. Well, I'm no good at losing, but I'm real bad at choosing. Well, you gave me the reason to leave the fool in you behind. The fool in you. I was sitting here trying to figure out. I was like, man, he sounds like someone. Yeah. And then I, I was thinking the same thing. <coughs> I'm getting, for some reason, maybe I'm wrong on this, but um, John Cannon from the Lowdown Drifters. Have you ever gotten that before? Uh, no, I've never gotten that before, no. <coughs> you hear that? Yeah, I, 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 hear it, I hear it a little bit. I, I definitely do. But there's someone else I'm thinking of that huh. you remind me of. Hey, who have you ever gotten compared to? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Vocal-wise, not really anybody. Uh, I mean, James Taylor's uh, my all-time favorite artist. Uh, Ryan Adams uh, is another one. My writing is a little bit like Ryan Adams stuff. Uh, It's definitely got that feel to it. Uh, uh, But, yeah, vocally, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever told me I actually sound like somebody. But, yeah, (laughs) I'm sure they have. I just don't remember. (laughs) You sound like Ben Brock to me. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, outside of uh, playing uh, gigs, well, you got a you got a uh, residency, right? Mm-hmm. So you're playing tonight. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Yeah, I've been doing. Uh, uh, somebody mentioned last week actually that it might be the one of the longest residencies anybody's ever had in the state or something. I don't know. I don't know if it's true, but I've been doing uh, every Wednesday at JJ's Alley uh, in Bricktown, Oklahoma City, for. Oh, man, uh, 10, 11 years probably now, uh, every Wednesday. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's Before that, it was another bar that I had, but I've been doing an every Wednesday gig for probably over 15 years at least. Wow. So, yeah. How long have you been playing music? I uh, started when I was, I guess when I started actually gigging, I was probably 21, um, and I'm a lot older than that. Now, <laughs> so. so probably about 20 years. So, wow. Yeah, it's probably been 20 years, yeah. Uh, it's, but it's weird, man. I'm a late bloomer. Uh, I feel like my songwriting's uh, just now kind of getting to where it's. I'm hitting my, not peak, but I'm definitely. I feel like my songwriting's gotten a lot better just with this last record, and uh, and I got a bunch of new songs that are ready to go to get recorded uh, too. I mean, I got another full-length album that I could probably record with the songs that I have, that I've been writing for the last six yeah. months or so. Mm-hmm. So. So outside of music, when you're not playing a gig or working, what else? What are you What are you doing? Oh man, uh, I used to play about four or five shows a week, so it's it's usually gigging. Uh, I love traveling. I love going to Tahlequah. Any any body of water, uh, I like being around. I actually try to book a lot of gigs around bodies of water, so I can really? like stay in camp and yeah. stuff like that, and have a gig and maybe <clears throat> break even by the time I get home or whatever. But um, yeah, I love to go camping and stuff like that, being around water. The river has definitely been something I've been doing a lot for the last three or four years. What's your go-to place out on the Illinois River? Uh, man, I love Peyton's Place and also love Diamond Head. <laughs> yeah. so I, I've been spending a lot of time at Diamond Head recently. Uh, the gravel bar up there is really cool. Yeah. Um, if they'll, they'll book me. You guys got to book me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually... Uh, 
I actually know um, the son of the owners of Pe- Pe- Peyton's place. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We, we, I'm, I'm actually from. We're both from around that area. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, we uh, been around that river all my life. So yeah, ten, ten killers really cool too. Yeah. Uh, friends of mine that, that that just took over the Blue Doors at Ten Killer, and uh, me and Ben McKenzie and Megan Marlene all went out there and we played two nights in a row. Uh, over the July 4th weekend and it was really cool man they they're, they're really fixing it up and I don't know it's like a horseshoe of like uh cottages or whatever that you can stay in and they let us <laughs> stay for free if we'll play for them and they made some wood fire pizza in the out- outdoors uh <laughs> stove and stuff yeah. it was really cool uh but yeah 10 killers another one I love being around 10 killer you fall is cool yeah uh spent a lot of time in Hochtown uh not as much as I used to but uh, yeah. yeah isn't that where Vernon's from uh, I don't know. Or he talks about it, doesn't he? I, or Curtin I, County or whatever. I can't remember, honestly. I have no, no idea. I th- maybe I, so. He's the only person I've ever. Uh, yeah. Vernon is the only person I've ever heard talk about Hochitown. Yeah. We got it's Ida Bell's down there and stuff. That's where like Stony LaRue's. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Bo Phillips, but uh, those guys are from there. I know that. Zach Copeland. I don't know if you know who that is. <laughs> he actually played lead for uh, Reed for a while. Oh really? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, they're, they're all good friends. Zach Copeland and then uh, Tyler, my, my drummer, uh, he's from down there too. Yeah. Um, what, what is Diamond Head exactly? I see a lot of people posting. I mean, I know like the, but like what do they do down there? I see a lot of people from here going down there to play. Yeah, they, they do a, uh, a festival down there. Uh, what, Medicine Stone? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it used yeah. to be Medicine Stone. Uh, Turnpike, a lot of the Turnpike guys, I think, yeah. originally owned it. But then they stopped doing that it's not i mean it's still pretty big but they do uh diamond stone now as well yeah called, so. yeah but yeah they do that every year uh a lot of people are i guess that's in september yeah it's when i'll be down there too that's another red dirt relief will be there a uh, bunch of cool stuff down there it's it's a cool festival there was somebody that i knew that was playing there um this year but i don't remember what the line- lineup is now might be lance yeah, yeah, he plays it every year. Yeah, for okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was probably Lance, Lance Rourke and then uh, uh, R.C. and Amber's, which mm-hmm. he's in that band too, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, howdy, folks. Welcome down to Bad Brad's Barbecue. <laughs> hey, stop looking at Gus. Stop it. Stop it. All right, folks. You see here, Jack is trying to throw some cornhole, and he just can't get her done. I just cannot hit anything today. I see that, Jagger. Man, you gotta have some bad brads. Play that crap in your Vernon always coming in clutch with the barbecue. Oh, yeah, look at that bite, folks. All right, Jagger, let's see it. Look at that. Right now. Bad brads, where you can't help but be good. Like Jagger said, folks, bad brads barbecue, where it's good to be bad. We're supposed to be getting uh, Lance on. Here in a couple weeks. Yeah, hopefully. Cool. Um, yeah. But I didn't know that... Um, I was just kind of shocked when I saw that... I've seen, like, several people that we've had on even talk about down there and stuff. Didn't Le- Levi talk about it Maybe that's bit? who it was. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I know he's uh, playing down there. Levi he, Walker? Yeah. Yeah, he might be on the list this yeah, year. And I, 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 I think it was either him or somebody else. I, I, I can't remember, but I know he played down there not too long ago yeah. uh, in Tahlequah. So, having played every Wednesday for the last 15 years, does it ever get 
tiresome? Do you ever are there ever Wednesdays where you're like, man, I really just would rather stay home tonight? Oh, there definitely is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there definitely is. Um, but it's also, man, I've always loved having that residency, and and whether it's at JJ's or wherever it is, I've always loved it, and and I have a featured artist every every week. Which is really cool. So it gives me the opportunity to hang out with my friends mm-hmm. uh, that also play music. We never get to see each other on the weekends because we're all playing different shows. But to have that, and we do a song swap on Wednesday, so it's and it's cool. Like I'll have Noah Bowman tonight, and then uh, I have uh, Jason Scott is every second Wednesday, and then Dan Martin every third Wednesday, and then other than that, it, it varies with who who I have. But Bart Wahlberg plays guitar uh, for me every Wednesday, so. Yeah, it's cool, man. It gives me a, an opportunity to hang out with my friends outside of, you know, having to Because I'm usually not off on a Friday or Saturday, and neither are they. So. Mm-hmm. But when we are, we, we do go see each other's shows and stuff. But, but yeah, it's just very seldom when that happens. So that Wednesday gives me the opportunity to hang out. So, so cool. over the uh, 20 or so years you've been doing gigs, do you have one place uh, that is, like, just your favorite place that you've ever played? Uh, the Blue Door in Oklahoma City is by far my that's that was my uh that was my goal to get to you know and i in 2018 when i released my ep who i am uh i got the opportunity to do the cd release there and it was really cool i sold it out and it was it was one of the best feelings if not the best feeling i've ever had in my life yeah it was really cool. I think um, wasn't Brian talking yeah. about that? Yeah, place? Bri- Brian said that was one of his his favorite places. Yeah, definitely. Was, yeah. yeah, if you're a songwriter, that is the uh, songwriter spot, and that's that's where uh, you want your songs to be heard the most, yeah. probably. Yeah. I mean, and of course, there's there's places like, I mean, obviously Red Rocks and stuff like yeah. that would be yeah, cool to course. get to at some yeah. point. But but the Blue Door was always my. Uh, and always is my favorite place. Probably always will be, man, honestly. Have you ever had an opportunity to play on the stage right here? Uh, I haven't, no. No, I've never played here. Yeah. I've hung out with Carrie a couple times yeah. late at night or whatever, but that's, <laughs> that's about it. Whenever Rick Owens brings me over here or yeah. something. But <laughs> that's the best time to hang out I with Carrie. Like, that, that, that's a dangerous <laughs> time to hang out with Carrie right there late at night. I did play here. I played for. I played outside, though, for the uh, – it was the Cowboy Cup. Or oh, yeah. Yeah. I uh, played that. Uh, actually, Chad Solons and, and I think Chad Solons played uh, right after I did or whatever. That was the last time we got to hang out before he passed. But Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, the Cowboy Cup. That was the only time I played here. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a uh, Spotify or Apple Music guy? Uh, Spotify. Yeah. Mm. There's another one. Let's go. <laughs> we we have an ongoing. Uh, so one of y'all's tally. Apple, one of them Spotify. Yeah, I'm Spotify. He's <coughs> Apple, and uh, I've yeah. got more ticks in my box than he does. <laughs> but he gained another one. Off. We had Austin Dixon on earlier, and uh, he said he listens really? to Apple Music. Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, most musicians and songwriters they're they're more of Spotify. I think we concentrate on Spotify a little bit more because your Spotify Spotify followers and stuff like that is is important yeah. and just to uh, I'd keep an eye on that I guess <coughs> having the Spotify and one thing I like about Spotify is that they have like their numbers like publicized like whenever you're looking at artists yep. like they have like this is how many monthly listeners you can kind of follow trends with them and mm-hmm. like uh their number one song is usually their number one trending song rather than their number one listen song right so, so sometimes that could get a little confusing but um but yeah i 
I, I listen to Spotify, and I every time I get an artist that says they listen to Spotify, yeah. I just kind of hold it over his head a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any uh, any? I'm sure they're all cool, but any cool, exceptionally cool ex- uh, stories from like getting to play with somebody or being out uh, doing something? Hmm. I mean, I've opened up for a, uh, quite a bit. Of, like I've opened up for Stony and, and Bolin and a lot of the Red Dirt guys. Uh, a lot of times through the years, uh, I think my favorite, oh man, I guess probably, it'd probably have to be Sean McConnell, probably, uh, if I can, uh, just off the top of my head. Opening up for Sean McConnell at Pony Boy in, in Oklahoma City was really cool. And uh, getting to talk with him afterwards. And I don't know if you know who that is, but uh, he's he just got his very first number one hit uh, of course, he wasn't singing it, but he's a songwriter, like a Nashville songwriter. Yes, I do know who that is. But he's got, yeah, like probably the best voice I've ever heard in my life. Like he, the way he sings is just the control he has over his voice. What, what was the range. song that hit number one? Uh, Mercy, I think was. Uh, mm-hmm. It was. Uh, what was the guy's name that sang it though? I'm trying to remember. Um. I think it was called Mercy. Is what, what the song was it was like Kane Brown or somebody like that? No, it wasn't Kane Brown. I can't remember who it was. No, I think Brett Young has a song. There you go. Brett that's Young? It. Yeah. Brett that, Young. That, that's what I thought. That, that's crazy. I, did, I didn't know you wrote that song. Yeah, it's Sean McConnell. So he wrote a lot of songs, yeah. man. You'd be surprised if you looked up uh, songs that he's written for people. would be really cool. Adam Hood is another one that, that I, I, I've always looked up to. Um, Brett Young. Brett yeah. Young. That's yeah. who it is. <coughs> Yeah, Adam Hood, Jason Eady, that kind of stuff. Um, getting open up for them, like Grady's, and and playing Mile Zero Fest. I mean, obviously, Mile Zero Fest in general is probably my favorite experience of being a musician. Man, it's it's really cool. Even if you're a nobody like me, you get you get the opportunity to go down there and you yeah. play, but you feel like a rock star for five days, yeah. man. It's and you're hanging out with people like Wade Bowen and Randy Rogers. Like, yeah in the artist tent or whatever. You're just hanging out, you know, and it's really cool that you get to have those conversations with those kind of people, and it's getting to know them and stuff. Was yeah. Really cool. I know um, uh, Johnny Thomas band, uh, Dylan Moss, and uh, yep. uh, they, they, they've been on, on our podcast a couple of times, and they've talked about Mile Zero Fest a lot. Yeah, I think Johnny Thomas it. band played last year. I think that was, yeah. they, they got to play the uh, the brunch or whatever. The, yeah. At the end of the festival, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you mentioned Adam Hood. Um, I just found out who that was this week. Really? I didn't know who that was. I just was going through our Instagram followers, and I think he follows us. And I, I think that's how I found it. Anyway, I clicked on it, and I sent him a message. And um, I was like, I'd love to get you on the show. He's like, yeah, for sure. But um, he said he's not going to be up here around this area this year. He wanted to do it remotely, and we try not to do yeah remote yeah so we'll probably wait on that he's one of those kind of people too he's just super cool man yeah and yeah. like anytime i comment on any of his stuff or something he's always he'll go on there and thank you ben appreciate it or whatever yeah you know i don't know if he ever really remembers who i am <laughs> but it's just cool he's a real personal person man yeah. and, and, and that's really hard to do whenever you get to that point man i mean like he just played the grand old opry like that's like you know the biggest stage for any country artist or yeah you know to yeah. be able to do that but he's also really personable with everybody and really cool he he writes songs with my buddy johnny woods and stuff uh 
they've written a few together, I think. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Adam Hood's definitely one of my favorites. Sean McConnell, people like that, for sure. Yeah, uh, we have asked we have added, haven't asked this question I think all day. But if you had one artist that you wanted to, uh, or one album and one artist, yeah, you're making an album, I guess, um, and you wanted to do all cover songs, what artist would you cover on that album? Oof. Uh, probably Ryan Adams. That'd probably be it, yeah. Because, I mean, I already know a lot of his stuff. Yeah. I've kind of been obsessed with his songwriting and music for a long time. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's inspired my songwriting probably more than anybody uh, that I've listened to. Um, just because I, I feel like, um, I don't know, I just like his style. And I feel like it's his range and stuff like that that he sings in is real simple for me. Or not simple, but it's it's right in my wheelhouse, basically. Yeah. But yeah, Ryan Adams, I actually would love to do. I'd be cool to cover a whole album of Ryan Adams songs, you yeah. know. Come Pick Me Up, and of course that's what everybody knows is yeah. that one. But uh, there's a lot of uh, great, great songs. Sweet Carolina is one of the best songs ever written, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, definitely Ryan Adams. Yeah, sure. Sorry, I didn't know he's... He's he's down here uh, writing down some names for us. Yeah, <laughs> to check uh, out. Yeah, yeah, check ch- check him out and maybe hit him up. See yeah, I can go all day on that, man. Yeah. I, I listen to music probably as much as I I I, I play. I probably listen to about fifty percent of the time too. I'm always listening. To music, so wh- whenever you like sit down to listen to music, where's your favorite place to listen to music? Uh, so lately I've been living with. Uh, I call him Uncle Mike, but he's he's kind of been like one of my best friends, man. He's he's an older guy, but he has a really cool house, and he's he's let me stay at his house, and uh, he has speakers in the, every room or whatever, and I'll be able to connect my phone, and it just sounds really good in there. Yeah. Uh, and like whenever I, uh, I got somebody calling, sorry. Um, but yeah, sitting in the living room there. Uh, looking out at the water and listening to music. That's also my favorite spot to write, too. I love writing there, too. So, Do, do you have, like, a, a studio in your house somewhere that you, like, go and sit down and just pick? We have a, a music room with full drum set and a bunch of instruments in That's there. That's awesome. That's where my band practices and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, it's a super cool room. It's it's the, All the walls are filled with uh, records and uh like but a bunch of woody Gu- he's a big woody guthrie festival guy and uh he he always donates to like uh, woody guthrie festival and gypsy cafe and stuff like that so he's got like he's got a gypsy cafe guitar and stuff like that he's always going to the auctions and putting down money for that stuff <laughs> so he can put in his music room so. yeah but yeah robert ellis he's a big robert ellis fan too carter sampson records on there levi parham people like that too a lot of Oki artists on there. Of course, he's got some of my stuff on the wall too. It's cool, but yeah. What's the uh, What's the story with the cover art on your uh, EP? Uh, my mom painted that. Actually, uh, there's a really cool story uh, to that. Um, my mom lives in New Zealand now, so I never get to see her really. Uh, about every three years or so, she'll come down to to visit, but. Uh, <laughs> My mom's been an artist my whole life, and she gave me this, she gave me this, uh, well, she, she's given us, me and my brother's paintings, 
that she's done just so we can hang in our houses and stuff. And it was hanging for probably eight years in my bathroom. Uh, and it's, uh, so the, the, the album cover uh, for the EP is, is only half of the painting. I actually thought about doing the other half of the painting for this record. Uh, but with the songs I'm doing now, it didn't really fit. So I might bring it back out, though, you know, and do that. But uh, anyways, my mom gave me that. Never told me that she wrote a note for me on the back that you can't see. But so whenever I hired the uh, when I hired the lady to do my artwork for my album, um, obviously she needed the painting. So I needed to take the painting out of the out of the frame. And we're sitting there in this restaurant and I'm like unscrewing the frame or whatever. And then I pull the painting out and then I turn it or I hand it to her. And then she flips it around and she's looking at it and she goes, did you know there's a note from your mom back here? And it was just, but it, what, what was crazy about it and what it said, basically, I can't remember word for word, but it basically said uh, to continue to chase your dreams kind of deal. But she painted this like probably before I even started playing music. Hmm. And to see that and know that I was already going to pick that as my album cover mm -hmm. was I was holding back tears in the middle <laughs> of a restaurant. I mean, it was, That's really it cool. It was pretty powerful, man, to, yeah. to get that. And, and it, and it, gave, it gave me a, like I, I knew at that moment that I was doing the right thing, you know. And, and that was just, it was really cool, so. That, that's a cool story. Yeah. I, yeah. I love Looking that. Looking at that, awesome. I was like, that's a really cool like yeah. album art. I was like, there's got to be something cool with yeah, that. Yeah, her, her initials are at the bottom right of the album. Oh, yeah, too. I was that's wondering cool. what, this, what the signature was. Uh, Margaret's that. her name, Meg, mm -hmm. is what she signed. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, my mama. Yeah, it was a pretty cool, that was a really cool deal that when that happened, man. I was like, I called her crying. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, I wrote like, that. You didn't like, even tell me that you wrote it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't really remember writing that. <laughs> She's like, I did that like 20 years ago. Yeah, dude. a long time ago. <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you got one more song for us? Sure, yeah. Let's see. Uh, I wasn't going to do it, but I'll play a brand new one, man. Exclusive. Since we're in Stillwater, might as well play a song that me and old Ben McKenzie wrote together. <coughs> and this will be a, probably a, a single after the album drops and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm going to record this one for sure. called Aiken. Sun stopped shining on me today Wasn't bright for you anyway Morning as dark as night it seems Anxiety sneaking up on me I wake up in a half-empty bed Your memories are shaking up my head Oh, I don't wake up, I just come to 
Well, I miss your touch and I miss you. Moving on, moving in with another. Leaving out, it's always heavy on the heart. Grew tired of my reflection, fell out that house of mirrors, aching my way right back to the start. This one cut deep, there's so much left to do. I'm running out of ways to lose. Why hear the whistle when I weep? If I'm lucky, I'll die in my sleep. Well, everything I've done is wrong. Even failed to sing this simple song. Well, first the sound was oh so faint Being cut down on coming trains But I'm moving on, moving in with another Leaving out, it's always heavy on the heart Grew tired of my reflection Fell out that house of mirrors Aching my way right back to the start Bless your heart Bless your heart Sun stopped shining on me today wasn't bright for you anyway. Yeah, awesome. That's great. Thank you. You got any uh, upcoming, uh, other than your, your frequent Wednesday nights, you got anything upcoming that you want to throw out there for everybody? Uh, to, yeah. Uh, and this uh, could be, you, it, I don't know when this come out, maybe a couple weeks from now, so. Um, okay. Uh well, uh, the 12th, um, uh, my full band's playing. We're playing at the Speakeasy in Oklahoma City. We're uh, playing with the No Bowman Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be a good time. I'm excited to do that. Uh, I haven't really booked that many full band shows. Uh, honestly, it's just really hard to do full band stuff and get paid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially at this, you know, at this level, I feel like. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that and then, um, hmm, I'm trying to think of what my schedule's like, but. I'm always playing, uh, but you can check me out on the Bands in Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go on Bands in Town, I have all my dates set up there. Um, but yeah, the, the full band show on the 12th of August would be probably the the uh, the next uh, one that I have right now. Yeah, awesome. Great. You have a, uh, a website? I'm revamping the website. I'm doing all new. Uh, I got a new uh, logo and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the website's not up right now, but it will be. Uh, it's uh, www.benbrock.net. Uh, so that will be up probably in the next few weeks. I'm doing a Kickstarter 
and that starts on the 16th of August, I believe. Uh, we're doing a Kickstarter. Yeah, the 16th of August will be the first uh, day that that uh, you can donate money for the Kickstarter. Uh, we just did, uh, I was in the studio yesterday. Dwight let me use his live room so I could do a, a Kickstarter video. And that, that shit is always just very uncomfortable, <laughs> man. Like, you're begging for money, basically. Yeah. And it's it's never fun to do that. But I don't have any other option at this point to, to promote the album and hopefully get on Texas radio and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, got to get a publicist and people like that that cost a lot of money so we're doing the kickstarter but the kickstarter video is pretty funny i think uh I'm, I'm uncomfortable doing those videos and looking into a camera and talking to somebody that's not really there yeah yeah uh, so we made it we kind of leaned into the uncomfortableness and made it a little bit funny i think it, it, maybe they won't think it's funny but <laughs> I, we thought it was pretty funny I got like a sombrero on, and, and it's just stupid. But <laughs> if you uh, if you text me that link or something, we'll put it in the description of the I video. Will. Yeah, I will for sure. Um, so they can, uh, and I'll put the website there. Um, I don't, whether it's up or not, I'll see. Benbrock.net, but, but you yeah. can go to uh, Bands in Town mm -hmm. and just search for Benbrock Music, and and all my stuff will pop up there too. Okay, and you're and on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you can get your music. Uh, YouTube? Yeah. Do you do any stuff on YouTube? Uh, I mean, everything kind of goes to YouTube. Like, I have my, my old records on there. And then my release, my 2020 single release that I did, Choices I Made, will be on there. Uh, I have some old videos probably on there. Uh, but uh, nothing like crazy cool uh, music videos. I will be doing a lot of those for this new record, too. Yeah, so that's awesome. That's part of the Kickstarter, too, if people want to if you donate to the Kickstarter. Uh, that's what it's going to go to. Doing videos, doing promotions, doing uh, uh, radio stuff, radio interviews, stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and, and a, lot of t a lot of people don't realize that when you go on a radio tour or something like that, I'd like to go to Texas and go and hit a bunch of radio stations up. You know, but to do that, you kind of either got to book gigs while you're doing that so you can kind of survive while you're doing that or have some money to back you. Yeah. To drive for gas mm -hmm. and food and stuff like that. Yep. So, uh, yeah, any of that stuff helps. So, yeah, awesome. Well, we'll uh, if you like I said, if you'll send me that, we'll put it in the in the description. And I know. Then, yeah. So we appreciate you driving all this way to yes. to hop on with us. Yeah, so. man. Thank yeah. you guys. And Thank hopefully we'll uh, put something together and do it again sometime. Yeah, so. for sure. Heck yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good. Appreciate it.